He only had a Bachelor of Arts degree from a university out in Illinois. But he was a professor of sorts. In fact, you could say he's been the most influential professor in the United States of America in the last 50 years. His students numbered in the millions when he was actively teaching, and the number continues to grow, even though he's now dead, since his philosophy continues to influence, some would say infect, many individuals and institutions in our society. It's even infected some people in the church since the 1960s. That's what led to the clergy sex abuse scandals of the early 2000s. He's been called a hero, an innovator, a cultural pioneer, an advocate for free speech and civil rights, and of course, sexual license. But most of all, in my view at least, he was, and in some sense still is, a teacher, a professor. His name, in case you're still wondering, is Hugh Hefner. I call him a professor for a reason. It's because of what professors do. Simply put, professors mold minds. That's their job. They train their students to think in a certain way. Engineering professors, for example, train their students to think like engineers. Law school professors train their students to think like lawyers. Med student professors train their students to think like medical doctors. Well, the fact of the matter is, for the last five or six decades, nobody has influenced the thinking of more Americans than Hugh Hefner has. That's sad. That's tragic. But I think it's true nonetheless. So apparently does Theology of the Body expert Christopher West. In an article he wrote a few days after Hefner's death, Christopher West wrote these words. He said, To understand the mind of Hugh Hefner is, in a way, to understand the mind of our culture. Hugh Hefner was one of the most successful, quote-unquote, evangelists of the modern era. His, quote-unquote, gospel has gone out across the globe and has had an enormous impact on the way we think about ourselves and the world. And those who call themselves Christians have been far from immune to this false gospel. I would venture to say that if the average believer in the Western world spilled the contents of his or her mind on a table, thoughts and ideas about the body and sex would look a lot more like the vision Hugh Hefner promoted than, say, the great mystery of sexual love unfolded by Pope John Paul II. Hugh Hefner was one of the most vocal and active leaders in the sexual revolution that began in the 1960s, a revolution that has resulted in a sky-high divorce rate, more marital infidelity than ever before, broken families, 
the objectification of women. An epidemic of sexually transmitted diseases, including AIDS, and even an increased rate of cancer, since the birth control pill is a class one carcinogen, according to the World Health Organization. A lot of people don't know that. Group one, class one means it's a known and probable cancer-causing agent to humans. Thank you, Professor Heffner. This makes St. Paul's message to us in today's second reading all the more important and all the more urgent. There in that text from Philippians 4, the Apostle says this, Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is gracious, if there is any excellence and if there is anything worthy of praise, Think about these things. Think about these things. St. Paul rightly understood that if you sow a thought, you will reap an action, as the old saying goes. If you sow and cultivate angry thoughts, for example, your actions sooner or later are going to reflect those thoughts. And by the same token, if you cultivate prideful, or envious, or lustful thoughts, certain actions will naturally follow from those thoughts. Every action begins in the mind with a thought. So it should be obvious, if the majority of your thoughts are shaped by somebody like Hugh Hefner, sooner or later, you're going to begin to act like him, at least to some extent. The best way to prevent this from happening, of course, is to minimize Hefner's influence on your thoughts and on your life. In other words, the key is to stay out of this professor's classroom as much as possible. And I say as much as possible because unless you're a Carthusian monk or a hermit, it's almost impossible to stay out of Hefner's classroom completely in 2017. That's because the playboy philosophy of life has influenced almost everything in modern American culture. Almost everything. Certainly influenced what young people are taught in schools. Public schools, and sad to say, even some Catholic schools. His philosophy has influenced what we hear on the radio, what we see on television and in movies, what we read in novels and magazines. It's influenced fashion and even sports. I mean, you can't watch a football game these days without seeing scantily clad women in the stands or in the commercials. Because our culture is so sexually saturated, so highly sexualized at this point, most of us are not able to stay out of Hefner's classroom completely. But we can certainly minimize the amount of time we spend there if we choose to. And here I'm not just talking about avoiding pornography, although that's, although that's definitely an important part of it. I'm also talking about making good choices concerning what we read, and what we listen to, and what we watch, and what we wear. And I'm talking about making the decision to sit in Jesus' classroom every day, 
especially by reading scripture and other spiritual books and publications, reading materials that will nourish our faith, not undermine it, reading materials that will fill our minds with truth and not lies. Because there's a lot at stake in all this. You know, St. Paul told the Philippians to think thoughts that were honorable, just, pure, lovely, gracious, and worthy of praise, because he knew he knew that those thoughts would ultimately lead the Philippians to certain actions. And that those actions would ultimately have eternal consequences. As the old saying goes, part of which I quoted a few minutes ago, sow a thought, reap an action. Sow an action, reap a habit. Sow a habit, reap a character. Sow a character, Reap a destiny. A destiny. Lord Jesus, we ask you tonight to help us to say no. Help us to say no to the mind-molding efforts of Hugh Hefner, which we still have to deal with each and every day, even though the man is dead. And at the same time, give us the grace and determination to sow the right thoughts in our minds each and every day so that we will reap a destiny, an eternal destiny with you. Amen.